Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X Insurance. X Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Breaking all of the studio rules, drinking an ice-cold, real Coca-Cola, an ice-cold Coca-Cola. Craig, you know what they say over in Dallas, Texas, with all the bells and whistles and switches and buttons and dump switches and lights and computers and microphones and all that cool stuff. Shouldn't be drinking carbonated beverages while on the air. Well, you're just playing with fire if you do. And, uh, hey, breaking all the rules just means that you like to live on the wild side. Breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law, breaking the law. <laughs> Welcome in. Okay. Yeah, see, there you go, Beavis and Butthead. You get that, right? Yes. Welcome inside Armed American Radio Ranch, the six-hour studios, guys. Daniel Defense Microphone fired up for you. X Insurance presents it all. Greg, would you be so kind as to tell people where to participate in the chat for this hour of the program and where to watch us on their television sets, Apple TVs, all the cool devices, all the stuff you got out there. You can watch us in high definition. Just don't do it while you're driving, please. Uh, Sure thing, butthead. Uh, (laughs) 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 Yeah, if you wanted to watch the show, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com on the right-hand side of that Website, you're going to see TP for your bunghole. If you click that, you'll be able to see all the links to watch live, listen live, catch up on any podcast you may have missed. Uh, if you'd like to buy some AARTP, head on over to the shop link and pick you some up over there. And lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, all you have to do is just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Yes, I'm getting that feeling as to why you shouldn't be drinking carbonated beverages live on the air. Let's go right to David Codria. David, how you doing, brother? Oh, I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving here. You're not watching Beavis and Butthead? No comment about Beavis and Butthead? I thought for sure you'd have a comment about Beavis and Butthead. Uh, you, you got me You got me lost. I've, been, I've had my nose buried all day. Uh, so what's Beavis and Butthead? Uh, well, there we go. Let's just move on from that, Greg. So moving on. So moving on. There we go. Well, I feel like I'm not in with the in crowd now. You got you got to tell me now. You know, <laughs> no, horrible. we just uh, we we just were talking about Beavis and Butthead. That's all during the opening segment. That's all. Beavis and Butthead. You know, Greg started pulling it out when I said something, and he picked it when I said breaking the law, breaking the law. Yeah. I used to say that on the show all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I, I felt like I was being like left out, you know, because I have venturi tubes or something like that. Yeah, it, had no, it had nothing to do with grilling, but that's a Judas Priest song, right? Breaking the law. Yeah, it's a law. '90s cartoon. Uh, it's more or less uh, one of us, uh, you know, older millennials, earlier Gen X's. We watched it growing up as kids. Uh, it's just part of the part of the lexicon. It's okay. So, David Kodria, we have huge news today coming out of the Fourth Circus, man. Big news coming out of the Fourth Circuit. Let me head over here. Uh, Because the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals today 
Maryland handgun license requirement found to be unconstitutional, period. And it was two Trump, one Trump judge appointee, Richardson, a George W. Bush appointee, Stephen Agee, and, of course, a Barack Obama appointee, Barbara Milano-Keenan. How do you think the Democrat appointee, Obama judge, ruled? Did the Obama judge rule for or against the Second Amendment? <laughs> Let's just make a wild guess. <laughs> uh, my, my understanding was that all three judges voted for it. No, two to one. There was a dissent. Milano-Keenan dissented. I had heard the same thing. But let me quote from the majority here. Now, this is not a complicated case, ladies and gentlemen. The legal ease in the decision, I've read the decision, but it all hinges, David, as you would expect, on Bruin, right? And a well-thought-out decision on Bruin, no doubt about it. So let me read part from the majority. For handguns specifically, there is an additional preliminary step. You must also obtain a handgun qualification license. Getting that license requires, among other things, submitting fingerprints to undergo a background investigation, in quotation marks, from the decision, and taking a four-hour-long firearm safety training course in which you must fire at least one live round. Then, after submitting your application for this extra license, you must wait up to 30 days for approval before you can start the rest of the process. Now, what he did was, David, he focused on the failure of that licensing scheme to withstand the scrutiny of Bruin. And he wrote, plaintiffs seek to enjoin the state from enforcing only this additional preliminary handgun license requirement, not the handgun permit itself, but the additional step that we're talking about here in order to be able to apply to buy a handgun, which is all an infringement as far as I'm concerned. But nevertheless, plaintiff's challenge must succeed. The challenge law restricts the ability of law-abiding adult citizens to possess handguns, and the state has not presented a historical analog that justifies its restriction. Indeed, it has seemingly admitted that it couldn't find one. Under the Supreme Court's new burden-shifting test for these claims, Maryland's law thus fails, and we must enjoin its enforcement. Now, Keenan dissented and said this, in this facial constitutional challenge to a non-discretionary handgun permitting law, the majority fundamentally misapplies Bruin. The majority bases its holding on the premise that if a law affects a prospective handgun purchaser's ability to obtain a handgun now, the law is presumptively unconstitutional. This sweeping rule flies directly in the face of Bruin's discussion of non-discretionary shall-issue laws and is not supported by any Supreme Court precedent. Simply stated, the majority's hyper-aggressive view of the Second Amendment would render presumptively unconstitutional most non-discretionary laws in this country requiring a permit to purchase a handgun, meaning permitting laws. David, what's at issue here is interesting because it hinges on, and what they said in the majority decision, is that the individual, even if they can get the license, they still are forced to wait 30 days for the state to do what it does. Therefore, that's an infringement that fails the Bruin test, and that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would not only make sense, but I mean, you know, it, it's the way it, it, it sounds like what this guy, uh, who, who is it, um, a girl, Barbara Milano Keenan. Yes. Okay. It, it, it sounds like what she's saying. There, there, there's another theory that was out there that that said that uh, that waiting periods aren't going to be an infringement because in the old days, the founders, you know, the founding era, you had to wait for the guy to make your gun. 
Okay, and so that they were used to waiting. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's ridiculous the the intellectual contortions that these people go through to uh, reach their conclusions. And, and of course, the correct rebuttal to that one was, well, yeah, but you know what? If the gunsmith had a gun already made, you know, or was selling guns, you didn't have to wait to buy one. Okay, you just had to wait if you wanted one made from scratch. And uh, so I just don't understand the way that these people uh, think, except I, I, I think that they understand perfectly well how they think. They are going to do whatever they can to infringe and to throw roadblocks up in the way and to satisfy the masters that put them in power. Yeah, it's something else. They go into the weeds here by commenting, and you're spot on on all that. I agree with 100% of what you said. There are some footnotes in the decision, of course. Here's one of them about a footnote in Bruin and the dissent. None of this means that we require no nexus between a law and a proposed course of conduct. Bruin seems to require that a law is a regulation of protected conduct, which entails some burden or a hindrance to its exercise. We need not and do not now decide where to draw this line. And they go on to talking about how Maryland and the dissent make much of Bruin's footnote nine. But that footnote does not bless Maryland's law. While the footnote preemptively threw cold water on any shall-issue regimes put towards abusive ends, such as those that result in lengthy wait times or exorbitant fees, it did not say those were the only types of of unconstitutional shall-issue regimes. In other words, the court suggested that the Second Amendment barred, at a minimum, certain shall-issue schemes, but it did not say whether that floor was also a ceiling. So what they're doing is they're digging way deep into Bruin here by working towards footnotes. And when you talk about a stretch, right, as you said, it's it's amazing the lengths that these, these people will stretch to go to to contort Bruin. Apparently, that's what they're addressing here, because the dissent is looking at footnotes. <laughs> where this court said footnotes do not require us, nor would we look at a footnote in the Bruin decision to make a general decision in this case. It's, so you're right. I mean, they, they just will go lower and lower and lower. Not shocking for an Obama-appointed judge, I guess, right? I just have a question for all of these characters, uh, and I guess it's a simple question from a simple man. Uh, whatever happened to shall not be infringed? Well, that's where they're going. And what's really fascinating, we've got 30 seconds, so let me just push this off to when we come back from the break. But that's addressed in this decision because Maryland shall issue and, and a couple of the and I think two of the other plaintiffs in this case were not arguing in this case that the license scheme itself shall issue, which Maryland has after you go through this other scheme. They were wanting to find unconstitutional this other scheme. They were not fighting the actual license itself which is important to note here. And the court addressed that, and they did a fantastic job doing it. We'll tell you what comes next from both sides, and we'll talk about that with David Codry when we come back. What does infringed mean? Right after this.
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, this is the year I'm asking you to go out of your way to support our partners that keep this program on the air. It's essential to our existence and to the ongoing fight for the Second Amendment. Our newest partner, the Crime Prevention Research Center at CrimeResearch.org, headed by Dr. John Lott, is literally on the front line defending our freedoms and this program. While the anti-gunners spend millions spreading misinformation and lies, it's the CPRC and Dr. Lott advancing the real scientific understanding of the relationship between laws and gun ownership, improving the awareness and knowledge of this scientific understanding among the public, journalists, and policymakers, and enhancing public safety through these scientific advances, improving awareness and knowledge in the public eye. As a nonprofit, Dr. Lott needs our help to continue this groundbreaking research and getting it out to the public. Please, like I do, make a monthly donation, whatever amount, to the CPRC and help us tell the truth about our right to bear arms. You can do so at crimeresearch.org. Crimeresearch.org. Please help us today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics. Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Yes, freedom, passion, precision, indeed. Welcome back to AAR Ranch Thanksgiving week well underway. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day in this hour of the show on the Daniel Defense Platinum Microphone. It's all being brought to us today and every day by the great X Insurance. Continuing the conversation with the great David Codria, waronguns.com is where you can find everything David Codria and at David Codria over at Ammoland. We're going to talk about a couple of his pieces at Ammoland today as well, but there's a couple other stories we want to hit. Some really fun two-way news today that's out. David, welcome back. Always good to be here, Mark. All right, so let's talk about that infringed, because it's interesting. The case didn't go into, and it is mentioned in the majority decision in the, out of the Fourth Circuit, three-judge panel, that the plaintiff wasn't talking about the shall-issue license process itself, but only having to get this additional permit that gives you approval to be able to continue the process to purchase a gun, etc., and own that gun and then go for your permit, which gives the state an additional 30 days after the seven days. It's all nonsense. The whole thing's an infringement. So I'm going to read a quote from a longtime contributor to this program, and I will leave his name off of it for now. But suffice to say, you hear some drops from him from time to time. I'll leave it that way. The judicial start of the demise of gun licensing. It's about time. David, would you agree that the Fourth Circuit decision here could likely be the impetus that puts to bed the hassle of a permit or license scheme altogether across the country? Yeah, because I think what we have to remember is that the way the antis got us to where we are is in increments, one step at a time. And so this fighting back is taking bite-sized chunks and doing it in increments and reversing things and then applying the Bruin standard. The the problem with that, uh, for those of us who are impatient for freedom, is that it can take a real long time. The states can just drag their feet. They are fighting with an unlimited, virtually unlimited war chest, okay, to do their lawfare with, uh, whereas to fight these things requires, well, you know, organizations like Second Amendment Foundation, Firearms Policy Coalition, Gun Owners of America, folks like that, which are getting their money from contributors like the listener to this program, you know, five, ten dollars here, five, ten dollars there. And we're also paying for the state's continued infringements against our rights and, and for their legal fees as well. And this thing just drags on and on and on. And some people are just kind of going, you know what, when is the end of this? But yes, I understand that these things have to happen in increments. So let me ask that question. When is the end of this? And it's it's a <laughs> philosoph- it's really a philosophical question in a way. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't we don't have the answer. We can only surmise and and conjure up ideas. But it's it's this is the beginning of it. Maybe, maybe, let me qualify maybe, Mark, okay? Are the Republicans going to blow it in 24, and is the composition of the Supreme Court going to remain the same? Because as we just saw with Roe v. Wade, the Supreme Court can reverse prior decisions. And if there's a new court, if if we have Democrats in power, if if we can't continue, you know, I think one of the things that, that everybody's talking about again is, you know, how many more gun owners there are right now. And I continue to come back to my original question before we start uncorking the champagne. Why don't we ask whether anybody anybody's voting patterns have been changed? 
Well, it, you, you ask two big questions. One, we'll just call them both combined um, the million-dollar question. Have, have anybody's voting patterns been changed? That remains to be seen. Um, I, there are some signs that there are some changes coming in 2024 in cities like Chicago. You have black voters that are fed up with Democrats. There are signs that Latino voters are leaving the Democrat Party in droves. I personally believe you're going to see a mass exodus of Jewish voters leave the Democrat Party. That's going to all three of those combined could it's in and of itself be enough to make 2024 a landslide if the numbers are big enough. And then, you know, you go back to the court, the Supreme Court. How would they overturn Bruin much like they did with Roe v. Wade? They can't send it. Well, they could send it back to the states. But in this case, what a packed court would do or a Democrat majority appointed court would do would be to take that one case. Be very careful, David. Right. Take that one case that they could rule that would just in and of itself moot Bruin. And there are cases out there that, you know, you'd have every town lawed out. The rest of them throwing those cases at the Supreme Court until they got one that stuck. So, yeah, it's a real possibility on both fronts, right? Yeah. In, in terms of where does this end, and, and I guess my rejoinder to that is, you know what, what was Patrick Henry said, uh, you know, suspect everyone, you know, just guard with jealous attention the public liberty, and you can't ever let your guard down because there are always going to be those who want it. And the degree of vulnerability, I guess, really depends on the amount of citizen involvement and education that we can do out there. And, uh, you know, how much is the other side making noise and how many people end up believing it? (laughs) Another million-dollar question. Yeah. Sadly, Sadly, a lot of people do wind up believing it from the other side it's it's uh, i mean all you got if you want to see evidence of that ladies and gentlemen just go to read the hate on twitter like don't don't join twitter for that reason if you're not on it stay the hell away from it but if you are all you have to do is go out and look at it david let's go to gun ownership now because that's another part of this equation and i can promise you that nbc news just absolutely hated putting this column out on the meet the press blog today But an NBC poll itself, and here's the headline, gun ownership reaches record high with American electorate. A record share of voters in NBC News latest poll say that they or someone in their household owns a gun. More than half of American voters, 52 percent, say they or someone in their household owns a gun per the latest NBC News national poll. Now, I'm going to tell you that that number is higher than that because those numbers are not going to be accurate. I, I know myself. I wouldn't answer the question. Okay, go away. Hang up. So we don't really know what the true number is. But when you combine the 4473s that we've seen, we know gun ownership is in record territory. We know it's in record territory in certain demographics, black Americans, females, for example, and others. This is this makes perfect sense to me. I think the number 52 is is probably likely more 62 or even 72, quite frankly. What are what about you? Yeah, no, that that would not surprise me at all. But again, uh, you know, I, I just have to caution before we start breaking open the champagne bottles because people are, uh, are you know, buying guns. Uh, we we really have to determine what the voting patterns are because I've seen some uh, disturbing comments. Well, just today on Twitter, you mentioned Twitter when Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan signed that sure. absurd. Uh, you know, if you have a misdemeanor, you got to wait what yeah. eight years now before you can have a gun. Yeah. And people were, you know, commenting on that on Twitter, and some idiot 
you know, tweets in there. He goes, best governor ever, and I am a gun owner. Okay, mm-hmm. or you know, you mentioned uh, you know Jewish gun owners, and I, I read a quote from one one woman who who bought a gun, and you know she basically said though that she was going to have a problem. Uh, you know, people are talking about leaving the Democrat Party, but she couldn't vote for the Republicans if Trump were the nominee again. And yeah. so, what what is it that you want, lady? Well, I guess she wants her gun. And once uh, that's where we're at, we're, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got two more segments with David Cody. A lot's more to cover. We're going to move quick. Put on your seatbelt. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right, because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. Hi, it's Mark Walters, your host of Armed American Radio. If your company sells only the highest quality products and you're looking for a way to reach these listeners, you're talking to the right guy. Armed American Radio has a package available to fit every budget, from startup to the seasoned advertiser looking for that perfect way to reach this massive audience on roughly 250 stations in the top markets in the nation. We're everywhere, and the show continues to explode across the country after 10 years. Together, we can help you reach a highly engaged and extremely knowledgeable audience. To hear your brand on this huge radio program for less than you ever thought possible and to speak directly with me, reach out to CCW Broadcast Media LLC right away at mark at armedamericanradio.org. Mark at armedamericanradio.org. And together, we'll bring your brand to Armed American Radio listeners and keep this powerful voice for gun rights on the airwaves. Again, to speak directly to me, reach out to me at mark at armedamericanradio.org. That's mark at armedamericanradio.org. The 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters filling you a prescription for freedom here today on a Thanksgiving week, which is now well underway. Six-hour studios lit up for you. Daniel Defense Mike's all brought to you by X Insurance. Go out of your way, please, to visit all of our partners that make this discussion possible every single day, six days a week. Six days a week. X Insurance makes it possible. All of them do. Visit them all at armedamericanradio.com. David Codrio, let's jump back over to you. I want to throw a, a disclaimer out about these polls. We're talking about the NBC poll, and I was quoting the findings of the NBC poll, David, from NBC itself. And I want to point out that a thousand registered voters were polled. A thousand. And I don't want to portray this as that's a, it's what it is, is. These, this is the result of those thousand people that were polled. OK, they did not v- poll 320 million Americans. I don't take much stock in polls, David. I think you don't either. We see them swing all over the board. But there has been some consistency in these questions since 2019 up through 2023. So I do, I do want to throw that out there, Dave. Do you want to comment on that before we move on? Yeah, well, the the thing about polls, if if you have a consistency and an understanding of questions, uh, do you own a gun is the type of question that, yeah, you're right. I I would not be inclined to give a stranger an answer to that. Uh, But... That's that's a, that's pretty much a, a binary question. You know, there, there's one way or the other way to go with that. Uh, the problem I see with polls is when they say X percent Americans want stronger gun laws. And then you have to say, well, what are the questions? Because do these Americans understand what the gun laws are now and right. how you how you couch your terms? You know, if you want to talk about, you know, made up terms like gun violence or assault weapon, all of these things emotionally cover you know, or emotionally color uh, the the mood of the question, and they are going to cause a reaction in terms of a response. So, yeah, polls can be very, very deceptive. Yeah, and let's let's get a little bit more pointed on that, ladies and gentlemen. If you were to take a take a call and submit to the poll, and you heard that statement. We're going to ask you about gun ownership. We have found that most Americans support an assault weapons ban. Do you support an assault weapons ban? What that does is that lays down that premise for you. Well, I, I'm going to, I want to be in the majority. Well, yeah, sure. I right. Do, right. 
So do you own a gun? If that's the straight-up question, it's a straight-up question. You do or you don't. If you say no, are you planning on getting one in the future? Yes or no? I mean, those are straight-up questions, and we do see some some consistency there. The other place we see consistency in these polls is in Democrats versus Republicans, for example. We see more Americans polled that own guns or will own guns or say no to assault weapons bans versus more Democrats. We see that. So there is a certain level of consistency. So let's move on now to a Yahoo News report out of, well, it's not not Yahoo News. They reported it was out of Miami Herald. 40% of Americans are afraid to walk alone at night. David, are you in that 40% of Americans? I'm in the percent of Americans that uh, I, I embrace the night because I know where I am. And I know that, uh, you know, it's that uh, old T-shirt that you see at gun shows, shows, you know, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because I am. And the blankest <laughs> blanker in the valley. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks well, for being I, Fox I, Rod I, Charlie, I, Charlie friendly there. <laughs> I, I, I I think it's it's where you are, and and that's a that's a commentary on society, okay? That's yeah, a commentary yeah. on where people are, and and one of the other things I caution though is people say, well, that never happens here. This is a safe area. Uh, well, you know, I bet you Sharon Tate probably thought she lived in a pretty safe neighborhood too. So no place is safe, but you have you you can never not be prepared. You can never be you know just code white you can never be just uh absolutely oblivious to your surroundings because if you do you know surprises happen in life and and if you can get by without those surprises happen you're you're being very lucky uh one of the things this story reminded me of is that back when uh my sons were going to college and on occasion i would have uh to come and pick them up from a night class or something like that and i would see the number of college students uh, particularly female college students walking back to their dorm from night classes with their noses buried in their cell phones oh, absolutely yeah. oblivious and and i always thought oh my goodness you know people does no one teach you basic uh, just getting along in this universe skills, and I guess the answer to that is no, that they're all preoccupied with what's going on. But no, if you have to walk around in fear, uh, you have to ask, well, is that fear rational or is that fear irrational? And unfortunately, in so many Democrat-controlled areas of this republic, that fear is absolutely rational. Yeah, it's, it's frightening, but it's true. Uh, I'm going to go to a Fox News story that I, I didn't send your way today, but it, it fits with what we're talking about here, about preparedness. And when you mentioned that, that I, I went ahead and pulled this up. I still have it out there because I tweeted it out there. It was incredibly, to me anyway, it seems to be incredibly irresponsible journalism. Here's the headline from Fox. Now, this has to do with preparedness, ladies and gentlemen, being aware of your surroundings. This is the headline from Fox. Industry expert warns Thanksgiving flights could be unsafe as record number of travelers prepare for takeoff. Why? Because Air Marshal's National Council Director, Sonia Labosco, opened her big trap, and Fox put it all over international news, saying that Air Marshals, Mar- Marshals, Air Marshals, excuse me, I'll get it out, are still being deployed at the southern border, leaving flights unguarded. Why on God's green earth would you tell your enemies and people want to do you harm that information and why would you report it if you had it 
Yeah, to, to, to me, that's keep the same thing. Keep a straight thing. face. Okay. To, I can hear you. To me, that, 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 that's the same as they, they want to put gun owners on a terror watch list because they say, if you can't fly a plane, you shouldn't be able to buy a gun. And, you know, the first time I heard that, my, my immediate thought was, well, geez, you know, if I'm a terrorist and if I want to know that I've been made or not, you know, I'll go try to buy a gun. And if I get rejected, right. I'll, I'll know it's time to wrap up shop and, you know, head somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, this, some of the quotes from this woman were unbelievable. We're, here's, here's one right here. We're either on the border for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. She later warned that travelers should be very concerned while boarding planes. And one expert said, find a pro football player to sit next to. You can't make this stuff up. Now, just from a reporting standpoint, David, why would you do that? Why would you put that out there? What purpose does that serve? All, all, all I know is that when you and I fly, you know, it's like, you know, my, my, my dear mother, when she, when she was still with us, she had had knee replacement surgery. And she was in her 90s, and TSA was still putting her through, you know, the whole bend and spread them routine, you know, where they grope you and they, they treat you like you're some kind of terrorist. I guess it was safe to do that. You know, she was like 93 when they did this to her, Mark. And it's just, it just kabuki theater because you know yourself that if somebody really wanted to, if somebody were really committed, it wouldn't take much, and it wouldn't take much, probably not not more than one or two people who were committed to get through any TSA checkpoint that's out there. You know that. Yeah, well, of course, and after seeing this, I have to believe that somebody who might be planning harm might go, oh, man, this might be a really good time to go. And 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 exactly right because you see, uh, well, they 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 just uh, they just printed a map of targets in New York, and and I took a look at that map, and my first thought on seeing this was, hey, somebody ought to do an overlay on the sensitive areas and see see where the overlap between uh, the the targets for Hamas and uh, and the citizen disarmament zones are. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Uh, Martin in the chat just put, I think there are several million law-abiding citizens who would step up and fill the void for the air marshals. Well, it may be the case. Problem is they're not armed, and the air marshals are. And this woman just told everybody out there that might want to do an aircraft and you harm, well, now might be a really good time to do it. Thanks for that information, moron. We really appreciate it. When we come back, we're going to talk about two of David's columns, over at Ammo Land. Don't go away. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense on Thanksgiving week. We'll be back right after this. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. 
Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Gun owners across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions. So call us today or have your agent call us, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yes, back to the show. So we just had a fun little giveaway in the in the chat if you want to participate. We, we'll do that from time to time. Greg, that was kind of fun. I had a uh, 
stupid line from an Eminem song going through my head, and I spit it out live on the mic, and I asked those in the chat. First person to put the artist and the song up wins a Armed American Radio logoed 16-ounce pint glass. And uh, Barbara won the pint glass. So that's going to be sent to her tomorrow. And those, so, uh, Barbara, those glasses hold beer really, really well. They do. They're glasses that hold beer and anything else you want to put in them, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Because they're 16-ounce pint glasses, and they have the really cool Armed American Radio logo on it. So, Barbara, congratulations. If you want to get involved in that, Greg, where do people go to that chat one more time? Yeah, if you want to catch any of our giveaways that we do from time to time, head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Boom, and you might win a pint glass or maybe a hoodie. We've got some of those left. And some Armed American Radio trucker hats and all that stuff. David Codrio, we've got one more segment with you, buddy. Let's do this. A couple things that you wrote about, and I just love this story about the Secret Service. The car break-in. You want to tell us about that? Because that's out there, but like everything else, Secret Service, you know, they can't tell us whose blow that is in the White House because that little corner wasn't covered by video. If you believe that, I'll sell you the bridge over the river, the river Kwai, and it's in Kansas City. You got to be dumb as a box of rocks to believe that nonsense. Good heavens, I think we're stupid. But what did the Secret Service do, and was it legit? Yeah, well, the, the story that came across, and, and I haven't seen much follow-up on this, is that the Secret Service agents protecting President Joe Biden's granddaughter opened fire after three people tried to break into an unmarked Secret Service vehicle. This was in Washington, D.C., and it was an unoccupied SUV. So what is it that they're doing uh, if they see people breaking into into a car and they're opening fire uh and first of all, you know, it says something about marksmanship that they didn't hit anyone. It didn't say anything about them returning fire to where it was justified to open fire in the first place. And I've read all kinds of stories about people who have been protecting property, just ordinary citizens like you and me, uh, who have made the mistake of trying to use deadly force to protect property. And paying for it with all kinds of, you know, being arrested and being prosecuted and being jailed, uh, being sued, uh, you name it. And so what the, what the heck is going on right here? And Well, that, let, me, let me ask you a question before you answer it. If I see somebody throwing a brick at a police cruiser in a Publix grocery store parking lot 50 feet from me and I open fire on them, what would happen to me? I don't know because I don't know what Georgia law is. I, I understand that uh, in some places in Texas, uh, some, somebody wrote down, and I don't know if this is true or not. I haven't checked it out. But he said in Texas that uh, you, you can, in fact, uh, uh, you know, pull a gun on somebody who, who is breaking into, into something that's your property. So I don't know what the laws are in, in each of the states, Mark. Well, let me put it this way. I'm going to go to jail. Now, I don't know in Texas, you can do that in Texas. However, I don't know in Texas if you can do that for someone else's property. Yeah. From they're, 50 they're, feet away in a well, grocery yeah. store parking lot, right? I, I mean, yeah. 
But the Secret Service, David, just, you know, that story was out there briefly, and, uh, well, you know, there it goes. It's just not out there anymore. Yeah, and, and, and of course, the uh, Metropolitan Police Department, uh, you know, they put out instructions to trainers concerning the law of self-defense, and this is directed towards trainers who are teaching just ordinary people, you know, what they have to do to legally carry in D.C., and they say you may use the amount of force which at the time of the incident you actually and reasonably believe is necessary to protect yourself or a third person from imminent bodily harm, which does not apply in this case. Okay, This may extend to the use of deadly force if you actually reasonably believe you're in imminent danger of death or seriously bodily harm from which you can save yourself only by using deadly force against your assailant. And then generally you may not use deadly force to protect your property. This is in Washington, D.C. So if that's the case. Uh, man, I had one troll say, "Well, you're, you know, we're not talk. We're talking Secret Service. We're not talking about <laughs> Metropolitan Police. And, no, no, we're talking about the law here. We're not talking at this point about what their their training standards are. Although, you know, I would like to see what the Secret Service training standards are for protecting property. And I would, I would bet you that they're not allowed to do that. That they're allowed to protect, you know, their charges, and and that's basically it. They're not allowed to just open fire." Uh, just to protect a car from being broken into. Now, I would uh, guess, I would guess that and, if that person that were breaking into the car turned around and saw their charge, and then went after that person with the brick they were using to break into that car, for example, that might be a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so the the question then becomes, you know, well, it's like the only ones, okay, which is which is a term that that I coined based on a DEA agent said, I'm the only one in this room qualified to carry a gun in front of a classroom full of kids, and then upon holstering it, promptly shot himself in the leg, okay, which is which is where my my term the only ones uh, comes from because they get special privileges and exemptions not available to we the people uh, who the founders considered to be the militia. And so why is it that the Secret Service can get away with doing this? And of course, you're right. You know, they, they can't find, uh, hunt, you know, who, who had the cocaine in the White House. Um, and I've got an ongoing investigation right now because, as you know, Secret Service signed an affidavit to me mm-hmm. saying that they weren't part of the Hunter Biden gun investigation. And yet all kinds of different reports have come out saying that they are. Well, you know what? Uh, I've got to wait for this Hunter Biden uh, legal uh you know, business to wrap itself up before we can resurrect our Freedom of Information Act request and our lawsuit to find out who exactly was involved that night and what kind of law enforcement communications there were. Seems to me the Secret Service is being rather secret (laughs) in a number of of issues. Real quick, staying on Hunter Biden, you have an article out yesterday on Amoland. Hunter Biden's lawyers are playing to supportive media with vindictive prosecution insinuations. This being the gun charge, I'm going to assume. Yeah, and and not just the gun charge, but everything that that he's involved with, including, you know, all the bribery, including uh just everything that Hunter Biden is going through. The gun charge is almost like a minor footnote in the stories that are, that they're talking about. But yeah, they're, they're saying because Donald Trump was interested in it and he was trying to figure out what to do with Hunter Biden, uh, that that somehow means that he was directing people to break the law and, and do things for political reasons. And, and in fact, what he was doing is he was asking, what's going on with this? Tell me what's going on with this, because, you know, I have, you 
know, I have a need to know, which he did. And when you see how the FBI suppressed information about Biden corruption during the election leading up to it, and when you see how they prosecute Trump for things that they will not go after Biden for, uh, it, it seems real fair. But the way the media is handling this is they're turning this around and they're making it look like Donald Trump is the villain here and poor Hunter is the victim of a revenge-based political witch hunt. Of course they will do that. And by the way, we just got a text message I did from Dr. John Adine, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, who lives in San Antonio. You can only defend property at night in Texas, not during the day. Interesting, Dr. Adine. Thanks for that little tidbit. I will have to look into that. I've not heard that before. David Codrier, real quick, 10 seconds. Where can people find everything David Codrier, my friend? WarrenGuns.com. That'll get you to ammo land stuff. That'll get you to firearms news stuff. Perfect. David Codria. happy Thanksgiving, my brother. Thank you very much for being here today. We appreciate it very much. Encore coming up in this hour, Bill Frady from 1114. You're going to like it. It was a great conversation with Bill Frady, the host of Lock and Load Radio. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense will be live back at the ranch tomorrow. See you on the radio. Enjoy your day. Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X Insurance. X Insurance on the Armed American Radio Network. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all-day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high-quality leather and a premium indoor-outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark, and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms, and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts. Or call 800-978-9358, and remember, use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 Four five four seventy twelve.